Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Picayune Post Game Podcast. I'm David Burnett, joined by Slick and Darren, following a 56 to seven win over George County. Man, this game really, really got off to a rough start for Picayune. I mean, they pick up a safety early on, and you're thinking, "Wow, this is going to be uh, just going to just go and go and go in Picayune's favor." They get the ball off after the free kick. They score, and then George County is able to take the ball 80 yards and score a touchdown. A really good-looking freshman running back that was back there tonight. Um, even talking to the uh, Ole Miss coach on the sideline, slick. They already got their eye on him. So, uh, and we talked about it this week. We we want to apologize. We didn't. We weren't able to put out a uh, preview episode this week. Uh, hopefully, we'll get. We're going to get something together for Long Beach. But I want to apologize to everyone that was probably looking for that. But me and Slick did have a conversation this week, and we mentioned about George County being uh, young, and that was just one of those. What I was getting at is that was just one of those young guys that George County has, and they have a plethora of youth on that team. So uh, the, even though score may not indicate it, uh, they do have a bright future over there. But Slick. I want to start back at the 80-yard touchdown run. You get that 80-yard touchdown run, Peking's kind of slacking a little bit. Um, Coach Hayden kind of called it effort. Coach Stoddard called it effort. They were all there, just kind of effort. I'm going to give you my point, but I just want to see what y'all seen from over the top, calling the game, um, how y'all really seen, was it, did you feel like they were just, was it effort from y'all's point of view, or was it more like, uh, I mean, I mean, what, what did y'all see? I think it was. I think it was focus. Um, was was what it looked like to me. And you got to think about it from this standpoint. And I don't want to, you know. I, I and look, Dave. I don't know who crosses over. And maybe there's a different viewing audience that listens to this this preview and post game. And maybe a different audience that listens to us uh, when we're doing the live broadcast. But just to kind of give some clarity for what we're talking about here is we had about probably maybe half or maybe a little bit less a half of this George County um, staff, including their coaches that didn't make this trip because of a big flu breakout. So most of their starters weren't there. So they really had their, their, their pretty solid defensive line. They came, everybody else was freshmen and sophomores, a few juniors. So they had a few seniors on the squad, but you got a Picayune team who has given up 56 points total um, all year on defense through eight games, and you got a team's JV coming to play you. I don't know how you get those kids to focus in, and you can try to say it, and you can try to do all these things, but th they just don't do it automatically. And to go back to, to that 80-yard touchdown run that you mentioned, Darren and I kind of broke that down at the half, and I think Darren used the terminology, you know, even a squirrel can get a nut sometimes, you know, right? I mean, it, it, it's going to happen. But if you look at that play, we've seen it so many times, it's always run to the very, very far sideline before it's cut up by the starters that are in there. But Dave, that freshman running back, he, he took a step that way and he come all the way back and found a whole good vision by him and over pursuit by our Picayune team. So I don't even think that was an effort play there. But then you mix in all these other things that were happening. Um, you know, you had a, you had some penalties. You had some some weird things that were happening. Yeah, I think, uh, and going back to the Darrell touchdown that was called back, so they said he wasn't lined up on the line of scrimmage. They said that uh, he wasn't off the line, but he wasn't on it. So, like, I don't get it. Like, so it, clearly he lines up the same way every time. He's been doing it all year. We haven't had a problem. I got video of the play. I didn't tweet it, but – he was – I didn't think he was off. And then you go to the touchdown run, Slick, and Coach Hayden said 
it best on that one. He he was thinking that everybody was just, oh, he's going to make the play. You know, they were waiting for somebody else to make the play and nobody made it. You know, it was one of those, like like you said, it wasn't an effort thing. They were there, but then they were like, oh, well, you know, Amariano will make that play. Hickman's going to make that play. You know, and they just didn't really play as a, a unit on that particular play. But um, I'm going to throw this to Darren because I think this is a great question for somebody who gets his coach's hat on every halftime for us now. So if you haven't been listening to our thing. So, Darren, if you're, you're, you're Coach Stogner, and do you think this is going to help your ball club prepare for a winless Long Beach team? You know, you came out kind of, I, I called it like a days ago again with Josiah. And Josiah Conti, who we interviewed uh, in this episode, he kind of said it himself. As a senior, he said, we took them lightly thinking that they didn't have all their starters and it was just going to be easy. Do you think this in any way helps your ball club mentally prepare for Long Beach, a team that's not won a game? Or is it just, I mean, or, I mean, how, you think you can use this? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you can, you're going to use this. And uh, Coach Dog and the coach staff will be using it starting Monday. I mean, I, I can see them um, really diving into this ball game as they watch, rewatch the video and the film. They're going to, they're going to use this the first quarter, definitely. And, you know, you got some offsides by, by some players, some drop balls, some fumbles. And, you know, the defense was dominant in the first, I mean, when George County come out, they picking and pushed them all the way back, got the safety. And then they just kind of, like you said, they got lackadaisical there. And uh, Coach Stiles going to use that. And I, and, and I believe Coach Hayden, Coach Smith, the whole coaching staff, they're they going to uh, they use this. This was a good – this was good to happen tonight. This right. needed to happen tonight. That's right. And, and we got two more games before season's over. And uh, this needed – I'm glad it happened against George County to wake them up. And, and next week, and you know, because they're, they're so good. I mean, they're really they're so good that um, they, they, I think tonight's going to light a fire under them, and uh, for next week. Yeah, I think I, I think they're going to use it. I think it's going to help. I I, I told Josiah, man, is this going to help? You know, I mean, I'm kind of giving away the interview, but like you can listen to how he responds. But I was like, man, as a senior leader, you know, I kind of threw it out there to him. And I said, hey, are you going to use this? And next week, are we going to have the same, you know, are we going to start out the same way against Long Beach? He said, no, we're not. You know, like he, in his, I mean, as plain as day, he's not. So, yeah. Sleek, do you, do you think that playing Gaucher, knowing that that's going to go down as the district title game the following week, you know, now you played a sloppy first half against, well, I mean, you say the whole first half was sloppy, but parts of the first half here against George County were sloppy on our part. A lot of phantom calls, I'll agree. I mean, you hate to be arguing about how the referees call a 56-7 victory, but, man, it just slows the game down. It's just frustrating when you're trying to prepare, you know, not only for this game, but, you know, you're, you know, these kids have been working all year and they're working hard, and then you get a play call back on a phantom call. It's, it's pretty frustrating. But going next week, we play Long Beach. we got to go to Long Beach. And then you have Gaucher, and everyone knows Gaucher is going to be the district title game. So do you think that, you know, I know Long Beach is probably not one team that you could, they would really, really have to overlook Long Beach, in my opinion. This is coming from me to lose that game, Slick. But could you see another sloppy performance as they prepare for Long Beach going, knowing they got Gaucher next? I I, I don't think so, and, and, and I'm going to tell you why. Um I've already talked about the run that they made, that 80-yarder that put seven on the board. But um, I think as you're going into practice this week, if you're on that defense, knowing that 
you know, a, a JV quarterback and a, and a JV running back scored on you, it should be embarrassing. That That's how you should feel. And, and it should be a point that you don't ever want to feel that way again. And, you know, you still had some greatness um, tonight, like, like we expected. I mean, Monte Waller, I think that he, he played well um, the entire game. Um, and I think there were some times where it was pretty obvious he was being held a little bit by the jersey. But, you know, that's, that's, that's another thing for another day. I've, I've camped out enough on that already. But overall, you know, big-time players are going to still play and get going. He played well. I thought Amarion still played hard. Um, I thought some some of the front line had to wake up a little bit in the in the in the second half and play a little harder. Um, and then I thought, you know, a guy like Josiah Conti that we talked about this week, he and alongside Nike guys that don't get to shine a whole lot because of you know the, the types of offense we've seen that got a chance. And he had the pick six. Um, you know, Waller had the the safety. And yeah, I mean, like to make your point, you know, we're talking about a fifty-six to seven game that we're sitting here breaking down. And it's always tough to do that. But I think that, like Darren said, this is a good time for this to happen now. I mean, we've all got kids. Um, your kids can do something right, you know, four or five times in a row. At some point, they're going to have a lapse and forget or, or have a, some kind of a mental lapse. And to have it now is the right time to have it because you don't want to have it when it counts. Um, so, you know, you, you, you take your losses. Um, but there were there were some some bad news bears type stuff. I mean, we had running backs running into quarterbacks. We had bobbled snaps. Um, we had Darrell getting a snap on a on a PAT that maybe he wasn't ready for it. It hits him in the face. We had a missed PAT. We had a lot of things that aren't typical and it's focus type things um, that that we saw. So we get all that cleaned up, and I think we'll see a different team coming out and and not finishing. Um, the way that they they started, uh, or I'm sorry, coming out next week and 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 starting for four quarters the way they finished this second half of this game tonight. Yeah, so I want to finish this one off. And like you said, it's really tough to break down one like this, but I just want to say, what, who in your mind? I'm going to ask each if you, each of you to give your uh, player that you thought played really well or did something different. Um, and I'm going to use Naki first. So I thought that he only got, what, maybe three carries. One of them was called back for touchdown. Those runs were some of the best runs I've ever seen Naki have. The touchdown he got called back, he he ran over. He trucked it. I mean, he, he, he trucked a kid. So, like, to me, though, Naki really come out today as a, a really, really strong runner. We knew he was. But I thought those few glimpses. I don't know if y'all, any of y'all, have any player in mind tonight that really, really stood out in in y'all's mind. I'm gonna go to Darren first. I mean, first player comes out that had a pretty clean game was Josiah uh, Conti. He had that pick six, and he had, you know, on, on the kickoff return, they kicked that that little squib kick toward him. And he, he recovered that, and he he recovered some some of those kicks tonight. So I mean, he had a clean game, and you, you can look across the board and. You can name a lot of these kids, and um, I mean they're they're loaded. We talk about the depth of this team. You're just so deep that we could be here for another couple hours talking <laughs> about these kids. But uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm proud of all of them. I'm looking forward to them uh, playing again next week, and I know they're gonna come back stronger. Yeah, yeah Conti, both Conti. Uh, Jeremiah had a good run at fullback uh, yep. in for Darnell. They actually said Darnell on the thing, but it was uh, it was Jeremiah Conti with a long uh, run from the fullback position. Um, Slick, you got anybody in my, that comes to mind that maybe maybe somebody we don't talk about a lot that you you seen tonight that uh, we give them a little airtime? Yeah, I mean that's actually I think you you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to go you know right back to the law firm of Conti and Conti and go to Jeremiah number forty four. Um, he's a kid that we we've talked about a lot on the air. 
He just does, Clay calls them um, platoon guys, guys that just kind of come in and fill a role. They do it with a good attitude when they're called on. We've seen him. He stepped up for McGill, and, and we really hadn't missed a beat. And McGill is one of those senior guys that does a lot uh, on this team. Um, you know, kind of a guy like Amarion. He's very smart. Um, he knows where to be. He lines up well. We haven't missed anything um, with Jeremiah stepping in. So he did that again tonight. Um, he does. He's probably the leading tackler or right there with the group on that, you know, kickoff team. It's one of the best kickoff teams probably in the state, maybe in the country. He plays that wedge buster position and everybody wants to play that. He does well there. And like you mentioned, he comes in tonight at fullback. He has a 31 yard run. Um, he's blocking for, um, you know, for, for the running backs. He looked great at the fullback position. So I think anytime you got kids like that, that'll come in and, and really just do whatever you ask them to do. Um, that always stands out. So he's a guy that, that should get some attention tonight and, and definitely deserves it. Yeah, he played great. So I got one more guy. Go ahead. Chandler, the outside linebacker, number 21. Yeah. When he ran that fake punt. Yeah. He come up and stuck. I mean, he he, he come up and hit that kid. And, uh, you know, them them guys, he's a 10th grader. They don't get a lot of notice. And uh, now that Chandler come up tonight. And you saw Coach Hayden pick him up. And, and told him I'll come off the field there. So, you, you know, you, you had for them guys that you, you could hear that lick from the top of the crow's nest. I mean, he, he hit him. And it was good. That was a fourth down play. And give that kid some, some credit, Chandler. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. That's a good point, Darren, because uh, not only did Coach Hayden get excited, the, all the players got excited. And, that's, and that goes back to some of the stuff we've said slick over the last couple of years, how this team is just – they're different in a lot of ways – but the way they cheer on everyone else is really special. Like I, I, as a group, I don't know, like yeah, last year was fun and they had a good group, but this year is so much tighter. I'll use that word. Like they're just a tight knit group. I think they all hope and, and, and they cheer for each and every one. And it just makes it fun for us, you know, like, I mean, cause it, you know, we're doing it for them. I mean, yeah, we get some fun and we, we have some fun, but obviously we're not, we got career. We got our own careers. We're doing so. We do this for fun, and and we enjoy it. So it, they they make it a lot more fun. So we got Long Beach next week. You can listen on the MixLR app to Slick and uh, Clay call the game, and you can also hear Darren in the uh, pregame and the halftime as he puts on his coach's hat every halftime and uh, kind of fills in on what the coaches are thinking in the locker rooms. And, uh, man, they do a great job. If you haven't been listening, go go listen. You can go back and listen to all the games that they played uh, this season. And uh, I think Clay, I'm going to give you a thing. I think he's going to try to call the uh, ninth grade game. Am I correct? Yeah. Yep. So Monday, the ninth grade play here at Lee Triplett Stadium against Ocean Springs for the uh, ninth uh, grade championship, which they beat Ocean Springs last year. So, Ocean Springs is going to come in and try to uh, take back the trophy this year from Picayune. So, um, and that, that, that's going to be, I want to mention too, um, I don't know if you were aware of this or not, Dave, but for that ninth grade team, I think that Clay's gotten the green light from Coach Stogner. He's going to bring in some of these varsity players to kind of help out in rotation. So we may get to hear Peyton Wells, we may get to hear Monte Waller on a, on a, on a color call with Clay for this ninth grade team. So that tune in and listen, that's going to be something fun. I can't wait to hear that. Dude, I'm going to be listening. I'm, we got an interview to do, um, with, uh, somebody Monday. So I won't be here for the game, but, uh, I've, I've had it lined up for over a week and not knowing about the championship game. So that'll be for next week's episode. And, uh, 
But uh, I want to thank everyone who listens to not only live broadcast, but all the podcasts and follows us on Twitter. And uh, also we got the Instagram up and running. So I got Kylie running our Instagram for uh, talking ball, y'all, man. We're trying to get, we're trying to reach out and get everyone we can. But uh, so I want to thank Kylie for doing that for us. And uh, hopefully we can get some more uh, viewers and listeners uh, through that outlet as well. So uh, we'll call it here tonight, 56 to 7 victory over George County. We'll see y'all in Long Beach uh, next week. Healthy pets, happy people, exceptional medicine, compassionate care. That's our motto at the Animal Health Clinic in Picayune. Located at 500 Kelly Road, we are equipped with the latest veterinary technology and provide a full menu of animal health services, including after hours emergencies. Dr. Alan Smith invites you to join our clinic family by checking out our website at ahcpicayune.com or calling us at 601-799-1300. All right, I'm here with uh, defense coordinator Seth Hayden following a 56-7 victory over George County. Coach, I talked to some couple players and even Coach Steiner kind of in. Thought the first half, man, when, I think the kids kind of took it for granted thinking that it was going to be a lot easier. That They thought George County was going to kind of lay down just because they had a few starters out. Right, I mean, you know, you got to understand other teams practice too, so they're going to play as hard as they possibly can. And I think after we got the safety, we came out that second series and uh, played a little flat, um, expecting other other people to make plays. And we just played with great intensity and high energy level. So, and it showed. They had that big run. You know, hats off to them. Um, but you know, other teams practice too, so we just got to come ready every single play, every single game. So, coach, you got Long Beach next week, and I don't think they've won a game. So. Mentally, do you think this helps the kids prepare next week, thinking that, you know, they can't do the same thing next week, you know? Well, we just challenge our kids week in and week out. Uh, they got to play with a high energy level. It doesn't matter who they're playing. If they're playing a junior high team versus the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, they are playing to a high level no matter who their opponent is because, you know, that's what we want them to be. We want them to be competitors and winners. So. Well, Coach, good luck next week against Long Beach. And it was a good game, man. They, I, I thought they came out the second half. And, really responded to whatever y'all told them. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. There was no adjustments being made. All we just said was play with great energy, have great intensity, and play with great effort. And they came out there that second half, and they did all three of those things. So that's great. Thanks, Coach, and good luck Monday. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picune Bank. With four branches in Picune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Kiel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. All right, I'm here with a uh, senior uh, wide receiver defensive back, uh, Josiah Conti, following a 56-7 victory over George County. Josiah, good game. You had, man, you had a pick six. Oh, yeah. He had a... Uh, you had a big long fade catch down here on the other side. I got the video, but like I told you, it's so you're on 100 yards away from me. Yeah. It seems like, but uh, man, y'all kind of started out a little rusty starting out. I don't know, it's like a daisical kind of feeling yeah. over there. But it seems like y'all kind of got y'all stuff together. Oh yeah. Um, when they when they told us that they starters wasn't coming, I, I guess we were just thinking differently, like it was still gonna be easy. But they still came out with everything they got because you know if they would have won, they would have moved on to the playoff. But you know we we ain't expecting to come out like that. But we had to fix it at halftime. So. Yeah. yeah, so it seems like y'all, y'all, y'all really the the team that came out the locker room and right before the half seemed to turn. I guess you can use the term "turn and tide." Like you know, y'all, it seemed like y'all flipped a switch and really started playing. I thought at first, like you said, man, y'all kind of just was, you know, didn't really seem like y'all were into it. 
Yeah, we, yeah, we really wasn't into it. Like we, we expected it to be like easier because you know, like I said, the starters wasn't there. But I mean, we, we locked in. We locked in. We did make a couple mistakes, but we we got on it real fast. All right, on the pick six, what were you seeing on that pick six? Man, I I was guarding him. I seen the ball in the air. I was like, oh yeah, this is my chance. I jumped up. I seen a wide open view right right there, green grass. I took it to the crib. Took yeah. it to the crib. Well, when you six. caught it, I knew there was no way they were catching you. Oh, so, yeah. uh, well, y'all got Long Beach next week. Got to go on the road. I know they ain't they down. I mean, you think you know. You being a senior, you're going to have this crew help have this crew ready to play and not come out slow like we did against uh, George County? No, nah, we, we ain't going to come out slow next week. <laughs> we ain't going to come out slow next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck, Josiah. Uh, good game, and uh, see you next week. All right. Thank you, Mr. Davis. I'm Sawyer. Are you tired of shopping? For the best insurance? For the rose premium? Talk to my dad. And let him do the shopping for you. Call Ray Hart at A Plus. Insurance is right here in Begin. For home, auto, business, or life. For all your insurance needs. Call 601 798 8032. A Plus Insurance is the right coverage for the right price. All right, I'm here with Junior. Uh, it's tackle. Uh, Donnell Lewis. Donnell, man, we 56-7 victory over George County. We came out kind of slow this game. Uh, you, you think uh, maybe Josiah said it was kind of a, what did he say? He said y'all kind of thought, took it easy maybe, thinking that they didn't have all their starters. Is that how you kind of seen it? Yeah, we uh, we kind of took them for granted because all they started was basically sick, so we, we thought it was going to be a ballpark, a walking apart for us. But they, they put up a good fight, though. It seems like, though, whatever – Coach Stogner and the staff said at the halftime, you guys came out the locker room, and it, it, it to me, it looked like, from my perspective, y'all were turned back into the tie team that we've seen all year long. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, we, they got on us in there, and they made us, they made us get back right. So, uh, play Long Beach next week. Got to go to Long Beach. They, they, I don't think they've won a game. Y'all gonna start that game like this, or y'all gonna come out and play maroon tie football? We are gonna play maroon tie football. We gotta come out better than we did this game. All right, Donnell. I, I see you don't like to talk too much, but I got a little bit out of you. I like. I wish I was seeing you smile. You always smiling. He ain't mean. I talk, I mess with him all the time. Donnell, good game, man, and uh, good luck next week. Dungan Engineering is a proud sponsor of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast and the Talking Ball Y'all media group providing live coverage. Duncan Engineering provides service, strength, and solutions. Duncan Engineering has an incredibly talented and experienced staff that consistently seeks new ways to provide the services we provide to our clients. Our strength in part is rooted in our ability to provide superior engineering solutions utilizing the latest technology available with the simple mission of improving the quality of life in the communities we serve. All right, I'm here with head coach Cody Steiner following 56 to seven victory over George County. I just talked to Josiah, coach, seemed like maybe the kids, I know y'all don't, took it a little, thinking maybe they was gonna be a little bit easier than they were and they got slapped in the mouth kind of early. Well, I mean, you know, we're talking about 15 through 18 year old kids, you know, as much as we want to sit there and, and try and tell, you know, tell them about what can happen, you know, that he's got to start believing it. But, you know, 
first half we were on a roller coaster ride, you know, and that's not how we want to be. We got to be trending in the right direction, trending up every play, every every series, every snap. And uh, that's one thing we talked about at halftime is how we need to trend in the right direction. And I thought we did that in the second half. We played hard, you know, we just made some silly mistakes. I mean, we put the ball on the ground, we jumped off sides, we, you know, we had a bunch of missed tackles. It's something very uncharacteristic of us, but that's just all effort. And so, you know, that's one thing we can coach. So we can coach effort, and that's one thing we'll get better at on Monday. Yeah, it just seems like Josiah used it as he heard they weren't going to have all their starters. And when maybe I think we took it a little easier. And But you could tell, though, they woke up. Got it together. Not that it was ever in jeopardy. It just it, you could see the tie. I use the term tie turn. They got their stuff together and really got behind y'all, coach. It was a sloppier game, y'all. Kind of the second half was pretty good. I mean, you came back out. I think the kids responded to whatever y'all told them. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they saw all right on the wall. They they knew. They knew. I mean, I asked them the was a very simple question at halftime, and you know, everybody answered me truthfully, and so. You know, it was the writing was on the wall right there. They can see it. But you know what? I, I, I love this team to death because they responded like they were supposed to. They didn't come back out and just pout about anything. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to work on getting back to where we're trending in the right directions. We got to. We, you know, we, we clinched the playoff spot tonight. You know, and then, you know what the thing is? I don't care if the team is, hasn't won a game or if they've won 50 games in a row. We're going to prepare every week like it's the championship. So, you know, and that's what we got to do on Monday. We're going to prepare like we're 0-0 and the championship's on the line. And, and we just we're going to work on getting better. Coach, you going to the swim meet? Yeah, we're about to oh, yeah. that way. <laughs> Coach, I'm going to let you go. He's headed to Tupelo to uh, cheer on the Tide swim team uh, this weekend as they uh, swim for state. So, Coach, y'all have a safe trip up there. It's a great place. I love Tupelo. It's nice. Awesome. I can't Long wait. Long ways, though. I'm excited about going to find some local places to eat. So, yep. we'll see. Be careful, <laughs> All right, Coach. Thank you.